All right, we're really excited today to be joined by Dragons NRL head coach, Jamie Soward. Thanks for joining us today, Jamie. Yeah, thanks, Gabs. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. So I know you had a really exciting win on Saturday against the Tigers. So um, what did you say to the girls at halftime and throughout the second half to, to keep them in the fight? Yeah, I think um, the last two weeks, our first half haven't been great. And, you know, at halftime, both those games, we've just sort of stripped it back and, you know, a couple of key bits of information around defensively. I feel like our ruck was too fast and we were conceding ground, but we'd also been really resilient through periods of that first half. Just before halftime, I thought, you know, we conceded a try and um, we just needed to get them in the sheds and, and that didn't help. But you know, I just spoke to them about being resilient and hanging in there and, you know, just changing a few things with our um, key messages around our intent and defence. And, you know, we've got enough attack. I've never been concerned about our attack. We've got good shape. We've got good players um, and everyone knows their job. I think just at times we were a bit frantic in the first half with our attack and defensively we were losing the ruck a lot. So um, a lot of messages, but those key messages around let's be patient in attack um, and, yeah, you're going to win this game if we if we front load some of our energy in other areas. Yep. Well, they certainly left it to the last minute. So, uh, <laughs> joys of being a coach. So, and I see you've signed a, t- a new two year deal two year deal with the club, which is awesome. So, talk to us quickly about the strength of I guess the pathways coming through, obviously Cogger and and down in Wollongong. Yeah, we've got a huge um, catchment area, obviously right down to the south coast and and right up to Cogger and. Yeah, my new role is to be across all of that stuff and, and the pathways and um, obviously NRLW head coach. So, you know, it's a new role. Uh, it's a full-time in the women's space, which I think is a really key appointment for the club to show how invested we are in the women's space. Uh, and we've got a lot of young juniors coming through. So, um, you yeah, know, that whole area of being in both districts and, and helping out where I can, but also... Um, allowing me to still be a head coach, I think, you know, giving me the time now to set it all up how I want to set it up and, you know, just really, um, you know, make those catchment areas strong and, and a, a genuine pathway to NRLW at the Dragons because, you know, what we saw last year, Gab, was there's a lot of people of free agents and looking around and all that kind of stuff and our girls, you know, our next crop coming through are really, really special. They're just not old enough yet. You know, they're 15, 16, 17. So, um, we've got to keep them involved in our systems um, at both ends and, and also providing a strength um, in those Harvey Norman competitions as well. So it's a changing time. Um, I think eventually everyone in the NRLW will have a full-time person in the NRLW space or the women's space. Uh, I'm really excited to do that. So, yeah, the club needed to do it. Um, they've recognised that and we've got a lot of support from everyone in, in getting that appointment. Yeah, it's awesome to see. I've, I've watched a few of your... Um Lisa Fiola, Tasha Gale games from the, the Wollongong teams, and there is some exciting <laughs> talent coming through. So it, it's all going well, which is awesome. So um, now we all know you used to play NRL and had, now was it over 200 games? Am I correct in saying that? 213 yeah. or 215? 215. Was, wasn't that bad. I wasn't, people, I mean, it depends who you ask. I was probably <laughs> not as bad as what people thought. But, um, no, I was lucky enough to play 215, a large chunk of those were at the Dragons, so it's, it's nice yep. being back here. But, yeah, fair, fair bit awesome. of experience. Two, oh, it's, uh, unbelievable. So um, where I was heading with that is obviously oh, you may or may not have had any superstitions as a on game day as a player, but um, now in your role as coach, do you have any game day superstitions or things you like to do? 
Um, Besides win. Yeah, very superstitious, um, but more around routine. I think, you know, I spoke to actually Conor McGregor's trainer. I interviewed him once and, um, you know, superstitions aren't really said because what happens if, you know, you forget something? Does that mean you're going to lose the game? And I, it put it in perspective um, for me. So I think it's more about a routine and, you know, the girls demand my full attention and my full um, preparation in whatever I'm doing. So, and I give that to them. And, and that is weird quirks by on the bus, you know, I sit in a certain spot uh, every time. I've had to educate a few youngsters this year um, that I sit in that spot. Um, but yeah, just, just around my preparation, my notes and, and how I want to, the message I want. I think sometimes I've, I'm an emotional person, as you saw in the box the other day. And I swear a lot. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm writing the game. I'm almost not commentating it, but, you know, talking a lot. Um, so I think making sure that my key messages when I write my notes in the morning before I head to the game, um, that's a massive part of my prep is understanding. Cause once I write them, I, they're, you know, they're in ready to go. I don't have to refer to them too much because, uh, unless, but until the talk before the, the game, but, that's my main thing is um, taking time to take a breath, understand my message about what we need to do to execute to go out there and win, but also understanding what's going to be a key message for me to make sure that allows me to coach. And I've got a great staff. You know, Steve Nelson has yeah. been in the game for such a long time and, you know, I think if people haven't worked with me would say that I'm crazy and, you know, they have formed their own opinion, which I don't really um, can't control. But, um, yeah, the people that, do work with me, allow me to be me and, and those things and, and it is intense um, but all that stuff leads to hopefully a performance for the girls and it's not about me and my quirks and my um, things but I just know that I can coach the best if I'm fully prepared um, for everything that needs to happen. Yeah, how awesome. What a great insight into how you get ready for game day. So thank you for that, sharing that. Um, and now it takes me to one of, I think, who's been one of the best players of the whole NRLW season this year in your fullback, Tegan Berry. And I know it was a, a masterstroke by, by you to, to put her back to fullback this year. And it's been a bit of a revelation. She's Tell us a bit about her. I know she had a car accident earlier in the year on the way to a Oztag tournament. But uh, what makes her so special? Yeah, Tegan, um, you know, is firstly, um, yeah, an amazing person and, yeah. You spoke about that car accident. It sort of took a lot of people by surprise because we didn't really hear about it. Um, but uh, when I was putting together the squad for 2024, uh, three, beg your pardon, um, yeah, my intentions were to always play Tegan at fullback, um, whether we had a different spine or whatever. You know, I wanted her to play fullback because I see a lot of untapped talent um and raw ability to make something happen in the game. Now, you know, we've both played enough footy and touch to know that some people you can't game plan for. you just got to let them go. But in saying that, you've got to have people around them that understand when to get in the ball, how to get in the ball. And we're still doing that, yeah, with Ray and Ty. But, um, yeah, Flash is so quick. And when I first came to the club, you know, the first thing she said to me was, I, I don't want to be known as just fast. And I said, well, we need to upskill you on that and I'm not going to let you, you know, just sit on the wing and waste your talent. I need to educate you at fullback. And, you know, when uh, we, she signed, she showed a lot of faith in me and, you know, my beliefs and what how I coach and stuff by sticking around when I think she said in an interview everyone was leaving and she was a bit worried. But, um, 
me and her have had great dialogue and, yeah, I'll, I'll share a story, you know, from the weekend. I mean, she's averaging 250 metres, you know, a game. Yeah, most and scored scoring tries and and um you know we had a chat last week and she's still developing a game where she's she's made some mistakes defensively you know she missed one on the weekend and she sat down after the game and it was an emotional win for us and you know I'm, I'm into young kids or young females young males and, and you would be too you'd understand this at touch about um caring all the time and learning and not just waiting for the highlights to put on Instagram. And then Flash doesn't do that by any means. It's yeah. just, just in general. And I sat down to her and she was pretty upset. And I said, what's wrong, kid? And she just said, um, that wasn't good enough from me. And I had that proud coach moment of, okay, she's going to be the best player in the world in, you know, short amount of time, you know, whenever, yeah. but she will be because she understands now that, it's 70 minutes, it's both sides of the ball, it's every play and, you know, sometimes play one affects play five that affects the next six or seven minutes. So, you know, she, it was a really proud moment for me because I've seen the development and the work she puts in and, you know, it's not just I'll run and score and and NRL dub can be like that sometimes where it's just a piece of brilliance and you go, holy heck, yeah. how did that happen? But she cares so much and wants to be the best. And, you know, I couldn't speak highly enough of her. And I think having Ray and Tyler in the spine, you know, some experienced voices around that and, and holding her accountable um, has really developed her learning. So, yeah, she's a she's a favourite, um, you know, of the Illawarra. She's a local girl. You know, we'll, we'll have her tied up, you know, for the rest of her career, hopefully. Yeah, awesome. And obviously, kudos to you because, as you said, she showed faith in you and didn't want to re-sign until you had re-signed. So, you know, obviously that's credit to you. It was and lucky. Like- <laughs> <laughs> it was a ballsy call. Otherwise, both of us could have been playing time yeah, both- or something, yeah? Yeah. Well, that won't, that won't pay the bills. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's amazing to watch and it's great that she's trying to develop her game at all levels. And that's why the best of the best, isn't it? Because they're always, even when they're good, they're looking to improve. So um, that's great to hear with someone so young. Which takes me to your halves, who I love watching, like Racine McGregor and Tyler Nathan Wong. Obviously, you just mentioned so much experience, game management, their kicking skills. Uh, how did you get them to the club and uh, what do you tell them? Obviously, they've got a, a heap of experience and are they staying? Well, you might not be able to answer that one. but uh... um, Yeah, well, firstly, I think everyone wants to know, um, yeah, Ray and Ty love playing alongside each other. They're both Kiwis. Um, I think... Yeah, there's a vision there potentially to try and keep them together for a World Cup tilt in 2026, um, depending on, you know, we know Ray's going to be uh, around rugby league, but Tyler's obviously successful in the seventh scene as well. So, look, there's some stuff to get through there. I'm confident, you know, we all get on really, really well. And um, I think firstly when I recruited Ray, it was about, um, you know, how, what could I teach her that she hasn't already know and how do I get the best out of her? And having played that position, I think that conversation of um, what I can do for her in a kicking game and understanding kicking game, yeah, you know, is part of uh, her game. She wanted to get better. Um, plus, um, you know, her competitiveness is very similar to mine. So um, if you ask her fiancé, um, Juju, you know, we're very much brother and sister in terms of how we go about things. So I think we... Yeah instantly connected on that level. Um, Tyler, you know, 
when her management reached out, we, I didn't know much about her. Um, and I think, yeah, she would probably have more insight to how she felt. But we had a Zoom meeting and, you know, I sold her the vision of who I was, what I was as a coach and, and more about what I think I could do for her versus, you know, the club and, and stuff like that because the Dragon's such a big brand anyway. And um, I flew to New Zealand to get a signature. You know, I was committed to doing that for all the girls. Um, and when we got over there, she's she's got this, you know, um, amazing influence around making people, um, you know, feel really comfortable in what she's doing. But also there's a fierce competitor under there that, you know, knows that she's been at the top of her game and this is an exciting challenge for her. So I have no doubt the fact that I played in the halves helped me with both of those signings. Yeah. Uh, and when I got it across the line, I, I sort of said to my wife, you know, this has the potential to be the best halves pairing in NRLW history. And she sort of sat back and thought, is that cool? And I thought, we'll wait until I see the fullback. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was it was a lot of work, but also, um, you know, we're still working. I thought the best we attack was on the weekend and, and making some subtle changes um, to our attack. And, and I was probably a little bit guilty of being a bit complex early. Um but I, I, in saying that, I thought I'd prepared my team well enough to be able to execute. We just hadn't executed, yeah. You know, and on the weekend, we changed a few little subtle things and got them to playing together. And um, as for Dragons fans, wanted to know if they'll be here. Well, we're very confident, yeah, you know, very, very confident that the relationship between myself, Ray, Ty, um, and Flash all going forward in those three key positions. Um, yeah, I'm very confident. It's uh, it's looking good, and as and the more they play together, obviously, you know, their combination will just continue to grow. And I've actually, you know, for all the pairs halvings in the game, I've actually really enjoyed uh, watching what they do. So obviously, with Tegan at the back, so thank you so much for your time. Obviously, there's so much potential uh, in your team, and um, on behalf of myself and Georgie and all at Mojo Sports Network, we wish you all the best versus the Titans this weekend, and um, hopefully get a spot in the final four. It's it's yeah. a it's a tough race, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and I think um, you look at how the competition's shaping up. You know, the Raiders winning yesterday helped their cause, um, but there's still, you know, there's still a long way to go in terms of you could get on a run, win three or four games, and then all of a sudden you're into second or third. So, um, yeah, Roosters and Newcastle are the standouts, but, you know, the rest of us will be fighting for that spot. Starts for us on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, best of luck, and thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All good. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie.